Hi, everyone. Welcome to Fill Your Cup. I'm Serna Stas. And I'm Jackie Shamas. And we're so excited to share this journey with you. We feel like it's been a long time coming and that now is finally the right moment. We have known each other for seven years. We met each other seven years ago today, October 9th. And honestly, it's just a full circle moment for us. I I don't think we ever would have thought we would be sitting here seven years later in this space. And especially we'll get into what our first impressions were, but being in Boston then, now in Miami. And we have completely changed. We are not the people we were back then. And basically our goal with this podcast is to show you guys what we have done, how we've navigated certain situations and how we got to where we are today. And I think it's all about, we spoke about this, but healing, spirituality, um, and just being in control of your life and being in a position where you're able to shape your life and create your reality. A thousand percent. So to begin, we kind of want to give you guys some context on how we met, who we are, and why we're best friends. So we basically met to tell you guys we met in Boston, 2016th, October 9th. We went to a restaurant called Sansi. Our friends we're mutual. We were mutual friends. Yes. That's how we met. Yeah. And when I walked in, I sat across from Serna. And do we want to get into first impressions? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really curious to know what your first impression was. But my first impression, I remember seeing you and thinking this girl is stunning. But you were, you know, I was like, I don't think I could ever see myself being friends with her. Yeah. I, and I say right back at you. And really? I remember, yeah, I remember being like, oh my God, she's beautiful. And I was like, Jack, Jackie's like this. And I think Regan had told me Jackie's like this Puerto Rican princess. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I was already like, ah, oh, let's see. And we sat down and I think that both of us were like a little bit standoffish. We were standoffish. We also both went out the night before back, you know, we would oh, yeah. get, we would get crazy back then and we both went out things happened we were both in just like not it was a chaotic night the night before and yeah we were not in the best mood so I think that was reflective but then as we started to hang out more I was like this is my soulmate I slowly but surely started realizing this girl and I are so similar we just get along and we understand each other but it's really interesting because not only do Cern and I get each other, but we've lived very parallel lives. It's, and I think that we've realized that also as we, like the longer we've been friends, we've realized how many life situations, family situations, relationship situations we've had that have been almost identical or pretty similar. That's And that's been something that's been crazy uh, for both of us because, and it's been a big reason why we were able to help each other through it and why spirituality kind of took over in our lives. Cause we were both at such low points. And I think also our eating issues as well. There's a lot, we're going to talk about that. We have, you know, we went through a lot of parallel situations and I think something I want to ask you is you, I would say there was a point where you really saved me. I was in a really bad depression and I was at my lowest low and you brought me back up. And I think you started to get into spirituality before I did. Well, you know, what's funny, actually, though, you were more you pushed me kind of not pushed me, but you kind of inspired me in the beginning to get into spirituality and to become curious about it, because I think your mom was is it was firstly into spirituality. And that's how you became 
spiritual too and interested in it. Yeah. And then we both kind of, I think when we lived together, because Jackie and I lived we together. We were roommates. Yes. At one point we were the best roommates, but we'll have an episode on yes. that. Um, and I think that's where we kind of both started and went in that direction. But I th- think that there was a point where I really, with the reading the books and yeah. all of that other stuff, but I think that we... It's funny because Jackie and I always talk about it. We help each other in different areas. Like one is better with certain things that she helps me with that I really am so grateful for Jackie for being there because it's like, I don't know what I would do. And then there's other things that I help you with. So it's such a give and take with us. Yeah. You know, I remember this was when we were living together, when I was in a really low, low in the beginning. Um, And then you, I would say, I always say you saved me. She did. Um, I, we saved each I was other. in a low, low. And the first little, um, how do you say like taste of spirituality I got was the secret, which to me now is just, you know, a very it's something, basic, yeah. it's very, you know, now it's something we definitely practice, but it's, we're so past that. And yes. not in even in like a, we've just learned a lot. Not more in a condescending yeah, way. But I just think I didn't even think of that kind of mentality until I read the secret. And that's when I was like, there's something Hold to on. this. There's something to this that makes a lot of sense. Mm. And then you, this girl has read every single book you can think of. I'm just a bookworm. Joe Dispenza, all of them. I think that book. was uh, that was one of the uh, the first people that I was like that really pushed, propelled me forward in the world of spirituality because he is the first person that backed up all of his spirituality with science. And it wasn't just because I think as people, we need proof sometimes and that, but there's so much more to it. And then you and I got it. Like we fed off of each other. Yeah. Well, sorry to interrupt, but you started, what I love about Serna is that she wanted, we both wanted each other to be better. So, you know, I'm more of like a video podcast girl. I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I'm sending her those. She loves to read. She just digests books and you would give me your book. So I remember the first book you gave me was Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty, which is fantastic. Yes. And then you just started giving, you're like, you need to read this, yeah. here you go. And she And I know the, the type books. of books that Jackie loves. Yeah. I, yeah. The short, you know, No, but you, like, no, it's, it's the ones that are like, no, but you, you, re, you love to read. What was the last one I gave you? Um, uh, the one of the woman, I forgot her name. Carolyn one, Miss. Yes. Anatomy of Spirit. Yes, great that's book. a really, really good book. And that's a pretty big one. But I think that we really together fed off of each other. And then my mom took us to an Abraham Hicks yes, workshop. Yeah, that's Abraham Hicks. And so the point is that, and it's just, it's letting you guys know, we've kind of done the research. We've listened to everyone. We've read a lot of people. And there's some things we agree with, some things we don't. And we want to share what we've learned with you to make it easier for you. You can watch us, you can listen to us and to just also, it's a lot. And we've definitely done the research, but I think that as millennials, it is, we get so easily distracted. And I think that we all want to be better and we all want to, I think our end goal in life is to be happy, be the best version of ourselves and reach our full potential. And that is the goal of this podcast. It's about navigating life, relationships, family, um, but most importantly, yourself and filling your cup and filling your cup. We kind of, uh, also the name, how we came up with it. It's my favorite story. Go. Um, we, <laughs> Go, you tell so it. we were, when we were talking about the podcast and starting to get into more of the tangible things of, um, how we're going to do it, all the logistics too, we were like, okay, what is the name? What encompasses what we want to talk about? And 
I remember we love Oprah Soul Sundays. She has that podcast. And I was like, let's turn it on and like maybe get some inspiration. And then within the first 30 seconds, it was something about be be sure to always fill your cup first. We both looked at each other and we go fill your cup. And I was like, you know, that has to be taken. You know, someone who's very famous has to have it. And we looked and there was no one who really used it. And that's when we decided that was our um, name. And it was the perfect, um, it was the perfect name for what this podcast is going to be about. It's Mm -hmm. about not feeling like you're being selfish if you are filling your cup first, because in order to fill other people's cups, you need to be full. You got to feel. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to be a gallon in order yeah, to fill other people's cups. I mean, it's the perfect situation where uh, we've talked a lot about sometimes my communication is not great because my cup isn't filled or I'm not feeling so great. And sometimes she thinks it has to do with her, but it doesn't. It's just my cup is not filled at the moment. And, so. and that was uh, uh, one of the rare, we have rare kind of um, we don't fight. miscommunications. Yes. We have rare miscommunications. And that was one of the things where I also let my insecurity, because I made it about me when it wasn't about me. Her being, you know, not everyone's going to be 100% every day. And I think her and I have gotten better at, being in any relationship, a friendship, whatever it is, you have to be able to communicate. And that was what Jackie and I have gotten a lot better at. And we knew it was, that was when it was time to start this podcast and start this journey together. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask you something. I have a couple of questions yeah. to ask you. <laughs> How do you think we've both changed in seven years, which by the way, it feels like I've known you since I was born. I always crazy. say, I don't know what life was before no, Jackie. There was no, it, there was no beat uh, before Jackie. No, there really wasn't. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was like. It's yeah. kind of crazy. But what, how do you feel like we've both changed since then? And I'll give you my opinion too. So I'm going to start with you because okay. I could cry how proud I am of you. And <laughs> I think even, I think your biggest transformation, I want to say was in the last year. Really? Okay. Uh, not your biggest transformation, but I, I don't want to say, but I think the most significant in terms of like, you really went up to this level of strength that I think it was a long journey to get there. But I think this was like where your life is beginning on such a new wave. And I'm so proud of you. I think that before, you know, and I'm not just saying this about you, but I think before we one of the things I'm most proud of you of is standing up for yourself. And that is one of the things I think Jackie is such a giver and she is the most selfless person that I know. And it makes me cry, but she will give, give, give until she has no more. And I think that also goes into fill your cup is she really has gotten better at boundaries with certain people. And I think both her and I have tried to be more mindful about you have to give to yourself first and you can't let people take, take, take and chip away at you because Jackie has had a lot of people come to her all the time, kind of draining her energy and being energetic vampires because she is so, she really listens. She gives advice. She doesn't just, you know, she's not lazy with her advice. She's really thoughtful and everything and she cares. And because she cares so much, it drains her. So I think you have become a lot better with your boundaries and I'm very proud of that. I think that she has become so secure with herself and her body and it's been a journey and 
also, if you see her TikTok videos, she has been a game changer for people with body image issues because it's not a straight, no, but it's true. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. It's not a straight line healing. And she's very brutally honest about where she's at and she doesn't sugarcoat it. And I think before, you know, you would probably be like, oh, I'm not sure what people are going to think of me if I say this and do this. And the feedback has been more than you could have ever imagined. And it's only going up from here. And the, the way she inspires people just by her. And I, I swear, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> no, but just by her, just positivity. And I think she's so brave to put that out there and not a lot of people would. And being honest, even about the not so good moments, you've really made me proud with that because again, it's not a straight line. Healing's never a straight line and being open and honest and knowing it's a journey. So that is probably one of the biggest things. I'm sure there's a million more we're going to talk about. A thousand percent. Like just how we both have. Yeah. And for me, I would say, I think that I really started loving myself more than, more than I ever have. I used to really do things that would harm myself. Just, it was as if I hated myself and Mm -hmm. I was very horrible in the way I would talk to myself. We both went through eating disorders. I was a hundred pounds at one time. And I think like I was 9% body fat. I wasn't getting my period for two years. And I was, we both had this moment where we're like, just if we could lose a little more weight. Yeah. I was like, yeah. That's, it, that, that'll that's be a another, whole nother episode. But I think with my, and the biggest thing is that how I've changed is my mindset, how I, what the way, what thoughts I let into my mind and what I let kind of how I create my own reality and being in charge of that and taking responsibility for my thoughts, actions, everything, and knowing that you're not a victim and not, I think both of us have worked on this a lot of not being a victim. Yes. I think, you know, that's exactly what I was going to say about you and not that you ever were, but I think you, same with you, you have done your biggest transformation in the past year. And the reason why I know that, and it makes me want to cry because I feel like I experienced this relationship with her is she dated someone and didn't talk to him for a while and then dated him again. And who she was in the beginning of the relationship wasn't who she was at the end. And the reason she wasn't that person anymore was because she outgrew him and she just became such a confident, incredible person. And you have just like, it is mind blowing how much you've changed. I really feel like you are a completely different person. Since Boston, I, you know, I really just don't recognize, I don't know her and I don't know my past (laughs) self either, but you are just, you give the best advice. If you don't follow her on TikTok, follow her (laughs) at Cernastas. She is so thoughtful and she gives the most incredible advice and she thinks objectively, she's thinking both sides. So she's not just thinking about, yes, you should be so angry. He hasn't texted you. She's like, Maybe he hasn't texted you because this, this, and this, but I understand why you're not, Yeah, you're concerned. Um, you are just glowing in a different way and you have become such a, I think we can curse on this po- podcast, like <laughs> such a badass, like you oh, with yeah. your career, with 
the people you've attracted in your life, like right, everything, she is living proof that you can manifest a reality. Well, right back at you. And you have been the most, sorry to interrupt, but another thing that I did want to, I think one of your biggest transformations was same thing in terms of relationship, the way that you pick yourself up and the way that you don't, you, what, something that Jackie has made me so proud of, I'm, this is a big one, is that she walks away now when she is being disrespected. Yeah. No matter how much she care, cares about someone, yeah. she will walk away now, no questions asked. And you have become just my inspiration for that. I mean, you do too. I think if anything, you're my inspiration and in the way that you will walk away from situations, whatever it is, whether it's a job, whether it's a person, a, a friend, you have taught me to walk away from things that don't make me feel good and that don't lift me up and don't fill my cup. And I think at the end of the day, you, your mindset is what has really changed the most and what has inspired me to change mine. Right back at you. I love you. I love you. Okay. And, you know, I wanted to ask you a question I saw a lot. I watched, okay, so yesterday I watched this movie. It's called Love at First Sight oh, yeah, on you Netflix. Told me about that. It's amazing. If you haven't watched it, it's really cute. It's about mm. fate, mm. which, by the way, do you believe in fate? A thousand percent. You do, right? I a thousand percent believe in fate. I love the movie Serendipity. I think I, you know, I, you, you I made you watch it. Um, Okay. This is a question they bring up a lot, a lot. Is it better to have had a good thing and lost it than to have never had it? Always better to have had a good thing and lost it. Why? Because every experience teaches you something. Every, I think that- I knew that's what you were going to yes, answer. I knew. Uh, you know me. I can read your mind. Yeah. And I think that in any situation where we have the opportunity to love, we, you're not going to, you're not gonna be with every person that you love forever. Like it's, there's people that are there for where you're at in life. Mm -hmm. And that's just what they're there. And that's why we got to stop hating people too, that have left our life. Because just because you ended things with someone doesn't mean they're a bad person. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that your journey, like your story has ended your chapter. Yeah. And, but I think having a good thing and losing it is, you learn from every experience in which you can love, in which you can like confront adversity to, you learn from everything. So always, that would always be my answer. I want to know what you, what you think. I agree. I, it's, we have the same mindset. I feel like you and I really have the same mindset. That's why, and this is interrupt, whenever you're going through an emotional, emotional experience, I feel like you lean on me, I lean on you because you're my mind. So take the emotion out of it. You're thinking, we both right do that thoughts. with each yeah. other. And, and something that I love that Jackie does is when I'm being emotional, she, and I'm being around, and there was something that really happened. Well, both of us, to both of us that happened that is not easy for anyone, even with the strongest attitude, but she knows how to say the things, not what I want to hear, but how to say it and explain to me where this person's mind might've been and why he did it. Not, not that it's right. And we never condone someone behaving in a horrible way to us, but that's something that we change too, is being able to see it from another point of view and knowing that what our reality that, and perception in our mind of what happened is such a small part of the reality because yeah. you're never going to be in that other person's mind to know why they did the things they did. Yeah. A thousand percent. 
So, and we always talk about that. Yeah. That's something that, but I think also, you know what I wanted to ask you? How? Oh, wait, I was going to say, I, my response is the same. And it's interesting you, you brought up relationships because I was even thinking career. So there was, I will never forget. There was a job that I wanted, that I got, that I thought was my dream job that guy over here knows what it is. Um, and I remember when I walked in the first day I sat down and I go, I made the wrong choice. This was the wrong choice. And I stuck through it. But in my mind for years, I was like, that would be my dream job to work there. And it was an incredibly, um, low experience for me because I was really brought down. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those points where I finally set up for myself. Yeah. And that was one of the first times I ever did. But anyway, I think that having experienced that taught me that sometimes you think something is your dream something and it's not. So I think everything in life teaches you something. That is the that is the definition of how you can think that something's good for you and it is completely the wrong thing for you. And then vice versa too. One of the worst things that you think has happened to you becomes one of the best things to happen to you. Like, I mean... One of the reasons we launched this podcast was because of very similar dating experiences. Yeah. And I think that it was just, it was kind of, it was the dating, but it was also just of everything going on around us. Everything. And, but that was something. And I think that our dating, that dating experience was so similar for both of us. And it was so crazy with the timing. It was the same time around the same time we were going through the same thing. And I don't know how I would have gotten through it. No, same. And you know, what's crazy. I feel like the universe, and I want to hear what you had to ask, but the universe put these guys into our life who very similar careers, very similar communication styles, everything, (laughs) everything. And they put it in our lives at the same time for us to learn and to give each other advice. Yeah. But, and to start this podcast, I think. Okay. What were you going to ask? How do you think that you have handled this last day? Like, how would Jackie from a year or two ago have handled this last dating situation mm-hmm. differently than you now? That's a really interesting question because I think I would have stayed in the situation or not have broken it off. I think. At the end, so to just to give you a long story short, I was dating someone who I wanted to commit and he didn't. And, you know, it was that was basically long story short. And, and they were seeing each other. It wasn't something that was kind of like a, a couple weeks. It was it was it was, you know, it was getting to a point where it's like, what's going on here? And he I, I'm not going to put any blame, but I just felt like it was strung on for a little too long. And I think back in the day, I was misleading. It was misleading a little bit. Yes. Um, she, she just knows certain situations. She's I'm like, like, I'm like, she's like my bodyguard. No, I am. Um, Jackie back in the day would have stayed in the situation, would have drunk texted him, would have made a fool out of herself. And I think the way that, and I, I got this from you is I feel like I walked out with, I wouldn't say class, but it was just dignity and dignity and disrespect that those are exactly the words. With grace. I think leaving every situation with grace and what I'm proud of you for is that she could have said so many horrible things to yes. him and she walked away with love. And that is, you, you always would rather be that person than the one that's doing the hurting. Yeah. And I want to hear you, but um, the last thing I was going to say is, and I think what has changed the most from our 
mentality as I used to with guys in my life used to be like, they are awful. They are this. And just like gossip to everyone about how bad they are. And it's interesting because the way about it, the way I talk about him now is he is great. He's a, he's a good guy. I'm really proud of his success, Yes, but you know, I wish things were handled differently. That's all I say. Mm -hmm. And that, like you are, I, I will say something, I will start going down because I, I, I try to be, you know, I think cause Jackie's like my soul, my, my soul sister, like she's my family. I'm very protective. So one of the biggest things that made me angry was, and I told you this is that he disrupted her healing. And basically when she was, they broke it off and she was healing, he sends her this long text message on her birthday. And I, I always say, don't disrupt someone's healing unless you don't have an intention, unless you have an intention to fix things, work on things, come back with, with some type of purpose. Don't disrupt someone's healing because you feel lonely and you miss them. I think that's exactly what I was going to say. The intention behind it was not the intention I thought it was. I remember the first person I called was Serna and I was like, oh my gosh, this happened. I think he's reconsidering things. And just to give you an explanation, we had had a conversation a month before and didn't, he was like, you know, let's talk in person. Um, so it was misleading because my impression from that text and he was basically, it was a very nice birthday-ish text. Mm-hmm. And my impression was he's reconsidering things. I think that's what anyone wants to make it work. That's what I understood from it. What I understood too. And I, right. I'm always going to keep it real and yeah. say, this is not the, if it wasn't like that, it was a hundred percent the way that it sounded. Yes. Very, very sweet. And then the next month it ends. So I think I was just like, what, <laughs> what was that for? Like, like what, was the purpose? what was the purpose? Yeah. So yeah, I think, and you know, and I remember, I just think, you know, the way I would have handled it back in the day was I would have sent really awful texts to him. And I, I didn't. I, You're I, never awful, but I think it would have been way more emotionally charged. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? How do you think you would have handled your past situation now versus you? I'm trying to think of like maybe you when we lived together. I don't know. Well, I think even the first time that it ended with that person was very chaotic. I said things that even yeah. if someone does something. That's why I was saying you, you then versus you the second time. And what was done people. to me this time was 5 million times yes. worse. Yes. And just to give a backstory, um, and I don't want this to be, I have no hate for him. I wish him well. And I told Jackie too. I think too. we wish all of the people from our past And well. I we wish do. any relationship that he has, I wish him well. And I just hope he doesn't go around hurting people. And I said, thank God it happened to me because I'm strong enough now mm-hmm. where it did not affect me. I don't think it affected me. Like, No, you were so unfazed that I was like, she's not... Something isn't right here. Yeah. And so basically, um, we, the first time we had bro- broke it off, it was very chaotic. It ended very abruptly, immaturely on both ends. It, I'm not going to say that I was a saint in that situation. Um, then the second time we had, he got back in touch with me. He kind of convinced me to try it again, but I was in this great place yes. of peace. And I was like, please don't do this. So, and I, Told him, I said, if you have no intention of actually trying this time when I'm in this good place. And he said, of course I am. I wouldn't do that to you. Let's try again. We won't know if we try. So we tried. And long story short, there was 
a lot of inconsistency and just no stability. And I, I remember being in the shower and I told Jackie, I said, there's something I am getting this gut feeling that something's off again. And I cannot let myself go through that again. No matter how much I may care about someone this time, I wasn't going to let myself go back to that deep, dark place. Mm -hmm. So, and I had had a biopsy scheduled um, the next day. And I remember I called Jackie and I'm like crying and I'm like, I need to, I need to say this. And she completely agreed. She said a hundred percent. And she was like, what is it exactly? And I said, I don't know, Jackie, it's something telling me there's little things here and there and nothing concrete, but there's just something telling me I can't do this to myself again. Can I pause for one second? Just, it's really interesting because her and I can read each other. And there was this one day where her and I sat on her sofa and I was like, how's it going? And she's like, it's going really well. <laughs> and I, I felt this energy of like anxious. And yeah. I, I didn't want to ask because I didn't want it to be like, I'm single, I'm skeptical, yada, no, yada. Yeah, I know. So I did it and I let you tell me I, at the right time, but it's funny how we can sense each other's energies. But anyway, you, you were totally in the shower. Said, yes. And I know before my body was always in a state of panic. So I never, it, and anxiety. So I never would register these gut feelings because I was always had a pit in my stomach. But now the more we have worked on ourselves, my body was in this state of peace and like just perfect. And in the shower, I was starting to get those feelings back. And it was my body telling me something's off and it's your, your body knows before your mind. It does. And that is your, literally your gut is everything. Always trust it. Always trust it. And I was, and I spoke to Jackie and I said, okay, I'm going to have this conversation with him. So I asked him to call me. And I also told him I was getting a biopsy. He says, Oh, I'll call you. Then he makes an excuse. He was at dinner with his parents. I couldn't call you. Then the next day, again, something came up and I was like, this is just confirmation that it's no, this person isn't for me. And then he finally, we get on the phone and even though I thought it was just someone you care about, you ask them how their biopsy went, bare minimum, none of that. But I went in and I said, listen, I can't do this anymore. I need consistency. I need stability. And it's fine. We're just in different places. And that was it. That was the phone call. And then that night, hours later, I get a screenshot from a friend that he was snap he's he had hid me from his stories but he snapped a photo red flag yeah red flag but he had snapped a photo with some girl at dinner that he was on a date long story short they end up together and i wish them well and it's so crazy though because my reaction to that was and i told jackie i go listen that's not someone that can do that is not for me that is the biggest turnoff in life that is not a partner that is not someone that i see a future with and I remember, obviously, it's hard with anything, but I am so happy I did it. I could not be happier right now. It's so interesting because what really stuck with me that I don't think you even realize is that you told him, I need consistency. I need this. And that is how you've changed the most, because back then you would have not communicated what you wanted no. and what you needed. Mm. And now you're not scared too. Cause I think back in the day and we spoke about this, we used to hold back how we were really feeling and what we really wanted yeah. because we didn't want to lose the people in our lives. That, and now we have way more love for ourselves. And I got to a place where 
my career took off because I was so kind to myself and I got rid of certain, and now that we're able to start this and I think that was one of the biggest changes and I couldn't have now. I was more important than someone, you know, stringing me along and being consistent because I had priorities. I had to be up early. I had to, I had to be at work. I had to do stuff. I can't be sitting. You have two dogs. You have yeah. a family. You have all these things in your life. You can't just I'm going to have a nephew soon. Waiting to see when he's going to show yeah. up. Yeah. And th- that's not something that for me is, and our, our types have changed. Like so much. I think we used to, and we'll leave it at this, but I think the people we used to go for matched the energy we were giving back then. And that's not the energy we're giving now. We value people who take care of themselves, people who prioritize us. Who communicate. People who communicate. So this is just one of the many topics we're going to talk about. We'll talk about dating, relationships. Family, career. Friendships. Everything you can think of, we're going to share experiences. Your relationship with yourself. Yes. And filling your own cup. Yes. So Serna, I have to ask, what is one thing you did this week to fill your cup? I think that I said no to a plan that just didn't work with me. And I I used to kind of say yes to everything, even when I didn't want to go. But now I'm learning to like, it's not working for me right now. It doesn't align with where I'm at. So I'm, I think I said no to something and I'm happy I did it. I'm so proud of you. you. Um, one thing I did to fill my cup this week was I started reading again and started putting my phone down a little bit just because mm. I know sometimes it gets a little toxic when you're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. I started reading The Artist's Way. Have you heard of it? No. You would love, this is very I heard of, Wait, I may have heard of it. Someone's yeah. talked about it. So I started, it was recommended to me. I, I saw it on TikTok and mm. basically it just helps you become more creative. And I think I'm in a little bit of a creative um, rut. So yeah, I want to do things that help me feel better. I love that. But thank you guys <laughs> for listening. Please, please, please leave us a review. If you like this, share this with your friends and make sure to follow us at fillyourcup.pod on Instagram and TikTok. And if you have any questions you want us to answer via email or I mean on the pod, our email is fillyourcupthepod at gmail.com. That is fillyourcupthepod at gmail.com. Or you can we'll, also DM us too yeah. with any questions. DM us with questions. We're excited to start this journey with you guys. And thank we'll you again. You we'll Monday. see you next Yeah. Next-